Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes long each day, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation helping us to stay focused in our spiritual lives. Do we need to make some changes? Do we need to grow stronger? Do we need to study a little bit deeper? Well, being in God's Word every day really is important to us. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can, your friends, your family members, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody get to heaven by getting them into these studies every day. So make that commitment. Then start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're talking about second chances. Do you need a second chance in life? Well, we all do from time to time, and repeatedly throughout our lives. We need a second chance. Well, God is the God of second chances. What a great identity. What a great realization that is. Do we mess up in life? Do you mess up in life? Absolutely. No question about it. But God is the God of second chances. He wants to give you a second chance. If you will come to him for that second chance, we Look, last time we read through the parable of the lost son, or we might call it the prodigal son. And we're talking about a young man who was the son, one, of, one son, one of two of, I, I think we're to understand a wealthy man. This man had servants. And so this young man, this young son, he comes to his father at some point in his life. Now, he's probably old enough that he thinks he can be out on his own and take care of himself and so on. And so he had an inheritance coming when his father would pass away from this physical life. His older brother would receive a double portion of inheritance and the younger son, a, a, you know, a lesser portion. But instead of waiting for his father to live out the rest of his life, and I think that would have been the proper, respectful thing for him to do. But he went to his father and said, I'd like my inheritance now. Now, I made the point that probably if he had waited, he would have ultimately had more coming to him because his father, well, father's wealth probably would have grown over the remaining years of his life. But he wanted it right now. He didn't want to wait. And so he asked his father, can you give me my inheritance now? And his father complied. The young man then, not many days after receiving his inheritance early, it, it says that he gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. We call him the prodigal son because that word prodigal means wasteful. So he was one who blew through, burned through all of the money that he had received from his father through an early inheritance through wasteful living. Now, we can only imagine <laughs> what that wasteful living entailed. But ultimately, when he had spent all that he had, then in that land, wherever he was, we're not told what land that was. It just says a far country. I suspect his father did not know where he was, did not know what was going on. 
at any particular moment in time with his younger son. But when he had spent all that he had, verse 14 in Luke chapter 15 says, "Ah, a severe famine in the land came in and he began to be in want. Now, how much in want was he? Uh, Did he just need some new clothes because his clothes that he had on that he brought with him from back home, they're kind of frazzled, worn, kind of growing thin in the, in the fibers? Uh, no, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, that might have been the case as well. But when it says he began to be in want, he had no money to buy food. None. And it got to the point where he was so desperate that he took a job feeding the pigs of some probably farmer in that area. Again, undoubtedly, this young man was from a Jewish background. And to the Jews, swine or pigs were unclean animals. They could not eat the meat, the pork that we enjoy today. Under the Old Testament law of Moses, that was unclean. And yet this young man, and we can get a sense of the Uh, the depths to which he dropped in his life in that he began as the son of a wealthy father, and now he's in the pig pen feeding pigs, unclean animals to him. And not only that, but verse 16 says he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. In other words, even pig food looked good to him. I've said many times over teaching over decades, a whole lot of people have declined, have dropped from a home with wall-to-wall carpeting, flat-screen color televisions, plenty of food in the cabinets and refrigerator, clothes with the right labels, from a home where they were loved and taken care of. And then because they made bad choices after bad choices after bad choices, they found themselves in the pig pen from a spiritual perspective, lost in their sins wallowing in the muck and the mire of wickedness and evil. It's not a pretty picture, is it? Not a pleasant image. Not one that any of us would want to have to look into the mirror of our life and say, yeah, that's me. I'm in the pig pen. No. The good news is that this young man finally came to himself, the text says, He recognized that even servants back in his father's house, they had plenty to eat. He recognized that he had sinned, so he ran to his father, or he went back to his father, and he confessed. He repented. He said, I've sinned against heaven, and I've sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Would you please just make me one of your servants? Now, as I said, as we closed last time, We're talking about the God of second chances. This young man needed a second chance, big time. We all need second chances from time to time, big time. 
Winston Churchill said, you know, I learned by having to repeat a grade in elementary school, having been given a second chance and getting it right the second time, I learned how to assess things better. Well, we all need a second chance. And the good news is that God is the God of second chances. Of course, this parable of the prodigal son, it's representative. That's what a parable is supposed to be. It's a story. Now, maybe was it real? Did it really happen? Maybe. The circumstances sound like something that would be reasonable to understand that those things really did happen. There, were, there really were such individuals who went through those very circumstances. But it, it could be simply a story that is a true-to-life story that represents a greater or a bigger lesson. It's an illustration. The father is supposed to, in our minds, we understand he represented God, God the Father. The young man who was arrogant, careless, short-sighted, wasteful, found himself in the pig pen, that's you and me. That's humanity all across the board. Where we make mistakes, we turn away from God and go into unrighteous living, wasteful living, wasting our lives from a spiritual perspective as well as in many other physical and monetary ways. And then, if we have enough insight, if we clear our minds sufficiently, we can come to ourselves, come to our senses, and recognize the depths to which we have sunk in life. And we can repent and come to our Father for a second chance through Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. God, the God of second chances, is a God who runs. And you say, what do you mean a God who runs? Again, understand, the Father is meant simply to be an illustration of our Heavenly Father, God, our Creator, the one who created us in His image. Genesis 1, verses 26 and 27. And so when the Son came back to Him, in verse 18 of Luke chapter 15, he said, I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. He was begging his father, just take me back in. Just make me a servant. I'll, I'll serve you. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, notice this. His father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. When his son began to express verbally his repentance and his begging his father, just make me a servant, his father was going to have none of that. None of that. He told one of his servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Ah, his father, 
he saw his son coming down the road. He didn't wait for his son to come all the way to him. He ran and met him, fell on his neck, hugged hugged him, kissed him. How thrilled he was to see his son coming back. Ah, He was a father of second chances. And remember, the story is simply illustrative of our relationship with God. God is the God of second chances. A God who runs, as is depicted in that particular text. God is willing, willing to, to meet us on our way back to him. He's ready. He wants to forgive us. He wants to give us a second chance. Where are you in your life right now? Something going on? You made some big mistakes? Do you need a second chance? Are you ready to humble yourself and come back to God? He's waiting for you with a second chance. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Thank you, Father, for your grace, your mercy, your willingness to give us a second chance. Always, as long as we will come back to you in repentance and seeking your forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Help us to humble ourselves and do so, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.